we're going to play some... We're not going to play that game, because that would be terrible. That's the wrong thing to say. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 9 of the Mask Podcasters. Who are these troglodytes speaking at you through the magic of podcasting? My name is Shannon, and as usual, joined here by my brother Jake. Nine weeks in already. Nine weeks in already, and you have punched me right in the childhood this week because you picked Aladdin as the movie we're going to dissect. In fairness, you did pick Jonah Hex last time we talked, so this is only I, fair. I don't back. think me having to take the bad parts of Aladdin is anywhere near <laughs> you having to sit through Jonah Hex. This is one of my favourite childhood movies of all time. And boy, howdy, when you watch it again, you work out why. We're going to talk about that. I'm going to play the Joker to Jake's Batman. We're going to talk about good and bad. Although I am going to be successfully the Mark Hamill slash Heath Ledger slash Jack Nicholson Bat, uh, Joker. <laughs> and I will not be the Jared Leto Joker. Because we could be here forever talking Ever. Suicide Squad, but yes. we're not going to do that. This no, week. we're not going to do the new, the new movies. We're going to go back to the childhood. We are. Go back to the childhood and right, punch me right in the childhood. And we are also going to talk guilty pleasures. What are those movies that you would be ashamed to tell people that you love? What are those movies that you hide away in a deep, dark corner and don't let anyone know that you secretly love and probably dress up as? We'll get into that a bit later. <laughs> so we're going to do that on The Mask Podcasters. Let's do it. Take your order, jot it down. You ain't never had a friend like me. Gotta keep one jump ahead of the bread line, one swing ahead of the sword. I steal only what I can't afford. That's everything. A whole new world, a new fantastic point of view. So this week I chose Aladdin, Shannon, which is right, right in the now childhood. Yep. One of the greatest animated films of all time. Yep. I'd, I'd really like to see you try and debate that, which is just not going to happen. No, I'm not going to try. So I watched it last night, and for anyone who hasn't seen Aladdin, it's at heart it's a love story. It's it's funny. It's a different setting. It's it's one of those movies where you really have to see it to believe it. Yep. Of how good it can be. What's the basic story? Basic story: you got a poor beggar man, Aladdin, who yep. is a thief. A thief. A thief, a, a dirty thief. <laughs> Our hero is a thief. He's a dirty, dirty thief. He's poor. He meets the princess who is forced to marry when she doesn't want to marry. She runs away from home. They meet up. Hijinks happens. They fall in love. And then Aladdin is tricked into becoming a patsy to get the genie out of the lamp, essentially. So you, then Aladdin meets the genie. All kinds of crazy things happen. He becomes a prince. Music, dancing, fun. They fall deeper in love. All works out. In bad for bad guy turns up. You know all the all the fun stuff that a, a Disney movie has. So um, yeah, and things go poorly for Aladdin, and he dies. Is that generally that's yeah, how yeah, Disney that, movies yeah, move? Yeah. So it? set up with the parents' death. Oh no, wait, that's every other Disney movie. <laughs> this one didn't have that. We get our first male lead really in a uh, in a in a Disney movie. We, we focus on the prince effectively. Essentially, there is a princess yeah. there, but it, the main story is Aladdin. Yeah, the main story is focused around Aladdin, which you don't haven't really seen. You know, Beauty and the Beast did it from the from Belle's point of view, Little Mermaid. Before yep. that, hey, heaps of them, but we when we, but we focusing on Aladdin this time as uh, as his name is in the title, so we he's probably the, should he's focus the title on character. Let's yeah. let's focus on Aladdin, but he isn't the best part of this whole movie. So right away, if you know if you have seen the movie, the best part of this whole movie is the genie. Yep, and um, it is Robin Williams. Yeah, it is Robin Williams, and he is he's brilliant. He, he is, is absolutely brilliant. He makes this movie. If he wasn't in it, if anyone else was a genie, I don't think it would be as good. Yeah, and I don't think you could remake it because of that that reason. I think um, now that Robin Williams has passed on. 
Um, I just don't think that you could you could do that role without him. He makes this movie. Well, you've seen the uh, the sequels. Well, and the sequels are never going to be as good in Disney movies, the straight to DVD ones. But he didn't do them. Yeah. So I mean, even that that aspect just showed how poorly they were going to do without. Rob yeah, Williams and they do those it. with every film that they do. They follow up two and three and four, and nobody watches them, and everyone's happy. So, but his his ad libbing and his even the start, the very start of the movie, you, you have the merchant. Yep. Who is all complete. Complete ad lib by Ron Williams. Now, what I heard this was he had a table of props. Yep. He just went crazy in a microphone, and that's basically what you got from the movie. Yeah, and they cut it down to, to two minutes or whatever. But yeah, and it PG, sets up it PG'd it up. Yeah, but, but it sets the movie up perfectly, yeah. and it starts with just a a, a random street vendor who who tells the tale of of Aladdin and sets the tale, and then we move into to Agrabah, which is beautiful. Uh, the city of Agrabah is, oh, is gorgeous, st- stunning looking, stunning looking animation. But but with Ron Williams, he was the first real celebrity. Mm. To be do a main voice in in any movie, yeah. And then now, I mean, obviously now it's the norm with yeah. Because who stars. played Aladdin? No idea. Who, who played knows? Genie? Uh, who played? Sorry, who played um Jasmine? Yeah, no, no idea. idea. But we know we know Robin Williams, and he was the first real. I mean, look at look at Belle. Yeah, look at look at uh, Beauty and the Beast. No, you could, couldn't tell me who was playing those characters. They're certainly not household names. No, yeah, not not that, I mean, unless you really really love the movie. Yeah, and he was the first real one to do that and set the norm for basically all animated features. For yeah, except he he adds value to the character, whereas a lot of these names are big names for no reason. So we get. Oh, uh, Cameron Diaz is in this movie. She does not a lot sonically to help the movie along. Whereas, whereas the genie Ron Williams, you can tell that he uh, had a hand in in the dialogue quite a clearly. Big, big part of the dialogue. Um, and uh, and plays it plays it for laughs. And he is he is the the laughter that follows this movie because the rest of it is 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 just just the the normal telling of the tale. And he brings in the comedy, which is brilliant. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's one thing. It's the, that's the major part of the movie. But it's also got a lot of good things happening for this movie. So my second point was has a really good villain. Yeah, it does have a good villain. Not not one of those murderous rampaging villains, but a smart, calculated, thought-out plan that yeah. actually makes sense. Yeah. Except the thing is with Jafar is he seems to be the only competent person in government because the sultan is not competent. Well, I mean, he should not be running anything. But I mean, do you have to be competent to be a sultan? Well, you got to be you got to know what the hell's going on. He's got no well, idea what's going to make Aladdin sultan just through marriage. So yeah. Jafar is running the place. He's got the he's the police in his pocket. There's very little crime because they cut people's hands off. Jafar's running this play. He's running the shit out of well, this place. Well, isn't that what the Sultan instructions should to be? be doing? But he, but we all see Jafar is com- the Sultan is completely under the powers of Jafar. Yes. So he's running the place really, and he's got to run him pretty smick. Yeah. Well, from what I can see. Yeah. yeah. So I, you know, big tick for Jafar as a villain. <laughs> I reckon. Well, I mean, they did rate him as the second best Disney villain of all time. He's really good. That voice is fantastic. Oh, it's fantastic. Too. He's like, really, I really couldn't good. tell you who it was, but yeah. he's really um, great. It's a really great, great. Uh, I mean, you got you got the, uh, the sidekick as well, which is really the comic relief, if yep. you will. In a boo. In a boo. Oh, uh, you, sorry, you you mean? Um, I'm still still sticking with Jafar for now. Yeah. Okay. Right. So Jafar. <laughs> so you've got his bird, his uh, bird. played by Gilbert, Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. Which is which is really Iago. Iago. Yeah. I did write it down somewhere. I can never pronounce the names right. Yeah, and yeah. he is great, and I love Gilbert Godfrey as another great comedic voice. He's he's brilliant in that. And I think they, that's what they did. They really picked the voice as well for this movie, and really hit the nail on the head for the comic relief on this one. He is an evil bird, but I do feel sorry for him. He does get biscuits shoved in his face from the Sultan's pants. And, I think and smacked around a lot. That is animal cruelty, I reckon. Oh, he's feeding the. P- I rang the RSPCA. They weren't interested in a in a twenty year old animated movie. Yeah, and yeah, getting slammed at doors. He, he really times. does cop it. He does, he does knock it around a few times and yeah. running. Yeah, loves to run. Loves to run. He's a bird. All right, so and then birds, birds, <laughs> birds, birds? birds. No, we're not. We're not nine. Okay, man. all right. And obviously, the best part, equal best part with Ron Williams is the fantastic music. Oh, the music is sensational. There's not. A, there's not a wasted song. No. There's not a song no, that you really will skip not. through on the soundtrack. This this nails it from the very first song. Even Arabian Nights really sets it really nicely after we hear the the intro from the the street merchant 
played by Robin Williams, and then it goes straight into uh, uh, one jump, and and that sets up Aladdin perfectly. It's a, it's a perfect introduction to Alad- Aladdin. It's fantastic. What it does say is that Aladdin's a dirty thief. Yes, it does. And we should probably encourage kids not to thief. Yeah, we should encourage them not to thief, but it does show him as being a good guy. He's a good guy. Why? Because he gives some breads to some homeless kids. Yeah, and he, sto- and he stops them from getting whipped. Wouldn't everyone do that? Uh, Abu didn't. Wouldn't everyone do that? Abu didn't. You've just brought me my next point. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Aladdin has a monkey from somewhere. Monkeys don't live in the desert. So he's gone. He's got... He's stolen him from his own comfortable surrounds and put him into a life of poverty. You can't feed him. He has to steal to feed. Wouldn't it be better not to have a monkey and share your food? You're a poor vagrant who's got a monkey who has to have a tailor to build his little suits and his little hat. How awesome is his hat? The hat's lovely. The little (laughs) fez. But he's irresponsible, Aladdin. You are an irresponsible (laughs) monkey owner. And you should give the monkey back because the monkey doesn't deserve this sort of treatment. But the monkey seems happy. He doesn't want to leave him. Well, does he? Does he? Well, he doesn't he, know any he, better because he he's been down? snatched from no, his children, when, no, from when, his mum and his dad in the jungle Aladdin somewhere. Gets, when he gets, he gets imprisoned, Abu comes and helps. He could have run away. He could have gone home. No. But no, he comes no, and helps Because he's been owner. forced into a life of servitude. Right, there's whipping. No. I see whipping in the Stockholm background. Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm <laughs> syndrome is what I'm calling it. Poor Abu. Poor RSPCA Abu. also didn't care about Abu either, but I'm, I'm, I'm calling it. Leads me into my next point. We'll, we'll go back to the, mu- the music very soon. Yep. But my next point is how well characters who don't speak yep. emote. Yep. The carpet. Yeah. They are boot. actually really good. Disney are doing this generally. They D- really Disney are. and Pixar are fantastic. They at really it. are. Um, you get a lot of, of emotion out of that carpet. Oh, the carpet's amazing. Is and it's a piece of carpet. Yeah, and and it's, he's got no mouth, he's got no eyes. Yeah. Incredible. But you can you feel what he's you can see what he's feeling the whole yeah. time. Yeah. When he hangs over halfway, oh. it's so sad and he walks around on those on the, the little tassels, he's he's amazing. Yeah, even when he's uh, doing the magic carpet ride on the on the water, he's flicking along. Yeah, it's, it's just, just, just beautiful. really really well emoted for the characters that don't speak. And even a boo who squeaks, but yep. he's still you can still understand what he's trying to say. Yeah. And he's just he's, Look, he's squeaking. The animation's sensational. Yeah. And we do see we see um y- y- they take on the a whole new world, we, we end up in, in recognizable places, which means that Agrabar is part of our world as we know it, which will lead me into one of my points. So um <laughs> it's coming for for warning. For foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Yeah. As you said, the location is really is yeah, beautiful. It's stunning. beautifully animated. Mm. Every every piece of animation is really from the Cave of Wonders all the way down to Agrabah. Yep. it's really well animated. And for a movie that was came out in nineteen ninety two, yeah, this is this is groundbreaking animation. That, that Cave of Wonders uh, scene and that sequence is amazing. It still holds up the animation today, um, but it's it's generally kind of scary, and it's it has a real sense of foreboding about that going into that cave and we see the first thief to try and go in there who gets squished and dies presumably a horrible death after he's trying to sneak in the cave of wonders but Aladdin gave some kids some bread so he's obviously worthwhile <laughs> yeah I never understood why he was the chosen he's the one. diamond in the rough because the he gave some kids some bread I, I don't know how they judge diamond in the roughness back in Agrabah well the cave of wonders knows what it's about and he says Aladdin's alright to go because it moves the story along <laughs> it does move the story and for some reason uh, Jafar needs to find him of all people kind of a crappy story if Aladdin gets squished as well <laughs> yeah that would be interesting no he's not, he's not him that's Bang, a, that's a 10 over. minute movie that's yeah, done game over but I mean Aladdin as a character is very good I mean he's, he's over, overpowered by the genie of how good it is and I mean he gets aggro for no reason mm. gets really angry at the genie for, for may, wanting to be sultan yeah I, don't I never understood why you flipped a diamonds like you're going to be Sultan. Now I'm really mad and hate the world. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't being Sultan be awesome? Yeah, I would have thought so. But um, but you know the Sultan makes no sense anyway. So well, I don't know how politics work in Agrabah. Well, you know, it, it certainly look. It's a movie you wouldn't make today because I think at many stages the Sultan says praise praise Allah a few times. Quite actually. a quite a lot. Yeah, actually, wouldn't I be a few times. Wouldn't be be running today. But 
as far as politics goes and being sultan, he's a bad sultan. He it's is a horrible a, sultan. He's a horrible sultan. Jafar is just controlling him either with a staff or just merely telling him what he wants him to do and he just goes and does it. His daughter is crying out to marry someone else and he acts like he can't change the laws. They're his laws. But then he changes at the end right of the Right at movie. the end, he goes, well, that's a well, silly I'm law. I'm a sultan. You know what law Why doesn't not? change? The fact that people can cut people's hands off if they steal a, pa- a bunch of grapes. Well, the, the street merchant was going to do it without even calling the police. Yeah, he was. Well, that's just and that's just law, and yeah. you know, we'll just cut their hands off. But he doesn't mind that. That's okay. That's fine. What he wants to change is the law about love. Ah, oh, change the law about love. Don't worry about the hands being cut off. Love is, needs to reign over all. Only for his daughter, because it's the only law that it affects. But he could have changed that in the first place, which yeah. is actually our driving impetus for Jasmine to get out. Yes, she wants to go and slum it. Because she hates the tiger that she has, um, and she hates Raja. all the birds, and she just hates generally being rich. Yeah, he's being rich in a, in a palace and has to marry someone you probably don't have to see ever. But she she stumbles out, right? So she has no idea how the outside world works. So no. she walks out. The first thing she does is just feed some hungry kid an yeah. apple. Here you go. She doesn't understand that merchants that that's that's merchants money. She's rich. She's done no study. But why wouldn't she take money? She's done no study. She doesn't. She hasn't worked out how the one that she's going to run this this country eventually. Where Agravar, she's going to run that well, eventually. Because no, her husband would run Agravar. Well, she's going to run it. You know, behind every great man is a woman. Yes. He's she's going to run that effectively, and she doesn't even know that stealing fruit is a crime. And then just kind of is very flippant about what happens after that. She's a bad princess. Bad princess. But bad sultan. If you're loaded. Why wouldn't you take money when you're running away? Well, I don't think she's got access to an ATM card. I'm fairly I'm sure, sure they have some sort of precious they, jewels. They don't have tap and go. I'm fairly sure. In, I'm pretty in sure the, they could, that she could wrangle up some cash. Well, she didn't, and she works that out. And then you know, it's up to Aladdin to to fix that issue by pretending he's a crazy sister. She's the crazy sister and takes her away. And then she falls in love with Dreamboat Aladdin uh, very quickly. She's decided pretty much that this this guy's the one in about thirty seconds flat. Yeah, because he jumped across the roof and yeah. saved her and basically called her crazy. Yeah, and helped her out. And therefore, you know, they deserve to magic carpet ride. And he can't just tell her, hey, you know what, I'm actually, I'm really like you. And now he's going to pretend to be a prince and turn up off the back of the genie's help. Um, and the Sultan falls for it. This dude turns up. He doesn't ask any questions like, which country are you? Jafar's the only yeah, one Jafar's who's like, like hey, 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 wait a second. And, uh, who are you again? Yeah, from far, far away. Oh, trust me, I've been there. Yeah, oh, yeah, good job. Good work, mate. Yeah, and then, I mean, and never talked about it again. You know what that's called? That's called an invasion. By an ex- <laughs> external party, that is war. Declaring you don't, you war. Aladdin's just, declared war on Agrabah. You don't just let him wander around. That's war. Don't do that. What is he doing? The Sultan is terrible, and suddenly is he's it, fit is, for the daughter. Is that your main your main concern? Is the, do- the Sultan's terrible? The Sultan's a bad Sultan. <laughs> is that your only bad thing about this whole? It's movie? A, he's a bad. Jasmine's terrible as a Jasmine character. is a terrible. Princess. She just gets doe eyed and just kind of falls from situation to situation. She gets Aladdin out of the thing by being sexy. That's that's how she gets him out. She. The Jafar is so terrible that at the end he's just like, hey, baby. She hates him. And all of a sudden he, she changes like, hey, I just decided how much I love your beard. This doesn't work. It doesn't work, but it works enough that Aladdin can kind of jump in and try and save the deal. That's her whole game. She doe-eyes and she fucks everything up. She goes doe-eyes and then she tries to be, be sexy. Well, that, that was a that was probably my only problem with the... They've, they've changed it completely 180. You know, the, the princess was always... Or, you know, Belle was always the strong leading character who gets into trouble and finds her way out. And this one, Jasmine's kind of just the just the meat and the... Yeah, she's the meat and the sandwich. Meat and the sandwich. And she she's, doesn't do a lot. So she's kind of just there being doe-eyed and she pushes the story along, but she doesn't add any substantial value. She's she's 
supposed to be tough because she's kind of left. She's decided to go and leave. But how irresponsible. She's yeah. a princess walking around. She has no idea how anything works, clearly. She's never been outside the walls, she says. No. And she wanders around completely dangerously. She could be killed in an instant. She's yeah. got no idea. She nearly lost her fucking hand. Yeah, like two seconds flat. Like really quickly because she decided to give food that wasn't hers to someone else. That's not how the world works, sunshine. <laughs> Get on board, Jasmine. Read a book. Oh, you know? they, do they have books? I don't know. Talk to someone who's been outside the walls. I'm like, hey, if I steal something and give it to some hungry kid, will anyone cut my hand off? Yes. They will? Oh, yeah. I won't do that then, maybe. Maybe I'll bring some cash and an ATM card. All right, getting away from the uh, the horribleness of the gene... Uh, from bad government. Bad, or the bad government. Bad government. Um, Overthrow. Rush them. Rush them. <laughs> Rush the walls. Overthrow. It's not Game, Game of Thrones. Just pretend you've got a nice big monkey <laughs> and like... Bad guys with swords well, and then just fly well, in. Elephants can just kick down the door of the palace. No problem. It's war. No, it could be kicked kick down the door, assassination. No, no more Sultan. It. Nah, as long as he's happy. <laughs> and he's got bad guys with swords and he's right. <laughs> Moving back to the bad guys with swords. How good are all this music? This music? The music is fantastic. Every song is fantastic. I mean, A Whole New World is probably the best Disney song. R- romantic song. Romantic song out yeah. there. Yeah. And it's, it just, it's one of those ones where every single person knows the lyrics. Never Had a Friend is still was still my, my favourite song of this movie. That, that The Genie song is just stunning and hilarious and beautifully animated. Oh, so well animated. So and, well. And smack down to, to Robin Williams' talents. Just utterly beautiful and yeah. just stunning. Really, really fantastic. He's, every scene he's in, he steals the, the Genie. And I think that's the only major problem with this movie is it's so good from him, everything else kind of fades away, but he's so good that he carries the movie all on his back. And I, I, just, you know, I think the heartfelt moments for me really hit me. I, you mm. really do feel Aladdin and Jasmine's you love really, story. You really, do. you really do. It's one of those ones I said in my notes I wrote down a truly wonderful love story. And you really, I mean, it's it's flimsy in its pretense, yeah. but how you, you really feel it when, you know, they, they, they come across it, they're sitting on the roof and cuddling yeah. under the fireworks. And Jafar's a real threat. Like yeah, he, he really is, is, he is a real threat. He takes that lamp. He can wish for anything. Well, he, he, he proves it. He he takes phenomenal cosmic power. Itty bitty living space. But he actually he's he's out thought and the and the the way to get around him is great. That's a really great plan. Yeah, it's not a dumb kind of lucky ex machina type thing. It's not. It's, it's not one of those ones where he, he falls into the solution. Here's a sword, magic sword that slices him open. Because it absolutely sits with Jafar. He wants to be all powerful, exactly. and it, Aladdin makes the point. The absolute perfect point that the genie is more powerful than him because he gave the powers. So he, he was so good. Genie didn't even realize what was going nah. on. He had no idea what was going yeah, he, on. He, only... he almost begs Al not to do it. Yeah, exactly. And it was just one of those things where he knew what was happening. Yeah. But just, and just a really smart way to get around yeah. that. A really beautiful writing in that. And it, it, I mean, if, if he thought about it more, Jafar probably would have realized yeah. this. But he was just in the moment, bang the wishes there. Yeah. And he makes a silly mistake. You know, and Al keeps his promise in the end and he sets the genie free. And it's so nice. It's really nice. And, and, and the joy that. That the the genie feels when he's actually free is is palpable. You can feel it come through. You can almost see Robin Williams' face. Yeah, yeah. In the genie when they do that. And just, it's just just a, such a lovely way to round that story out. The genie is a great character, yes. but there's there's one issue with it. I want to take. Okay. The issue is I have is that huh? No, is not his legs. legs. Okay. His legs are creepy, but that's fine. <laughs> no, no. The issue, of course, is that because they let Robin Williams ad lib, he brought a, a bunch of stuff in from our time. He drops in. Rodney Dangerfield, he, he drops in a couple of little references to, to stuff that we know is in our, in Arnold, our world. Arnold and whatnot, yeah. Yeah. He does a Jack Nicholson impersonation. There's a whole bunch of stuff in there. There's Pinocchio. We, we very clearly see him turn into Pinocchio at one stage, which means he, Agrabah exists in our world. Now, Agrabah does not exist in our world. No. Which means something has happened to Agrabah. <laughs> has the genie wiped Agrabah off the map? 
Has he taken it into space to keep his little world ticket over? I'm going to call it. Jenny, Jenny is a serial killer. He's murdered everyone in Agrabah. He's taken him off the map. Because they fly around the Sphinx and they go to what is clearly Egypt. Yes. Where is Agrabah now? Well, they clearly go to Japan. Uh, they actually go to China and um, Greece as well. Where is Agrabah now? Where are... Where's the Sultan? Where um, is Jasmine? Where's Aladdin? With, you've thought way too much about this and you're trying so hard to find negative things that this is all you've got. Well, I'm a little bit worried because uh, the genie is unhinged quite clearly and I no, think he has now. wiped, from all human history, he's wiped Agrabah from everyone's memory so he can keep his little play play areas and play happy houses with Aladdin and so Jasmine So you're saying forever. this is a true story? Uh, that's what I'm basing it on, yeah. So there's a true story yep. and yep. because they reference things that happen. But what if he's... What if he's a, they re- what reference if he sees things in the future? What well, if he sees future television? Well, then he's omnipotent and we need to be terrified of him. But he hasn't caused us any harm. He's fine. Well, for now. <laughs> Isn't this Batman versus Superman all over again? Yes, it is. It is. It's I 1% want, chance. It's I want an armoured Goofy to take him on. <laughs> Genie versus Goofy is a movie I'd go and watch and see. Get on Goofy board. Right in. Goofy Wars. Last podcasters at gmail.com. Tell us if you want to see Goofy versus Armoured. Uh, Shannon's, uh, Shannon's Goofy versus armored. lost his mind. Wait. Armoured Goofy versus Genie. Yeah, so so in in this scenario, Genie is Superman, Dawn of Dawn of Dawn of Dawn of, Dawn of Agrabah. Yeah, Dawn of Pretzels in the shape of Mickey's head. <laughs> All right, so this this movie was the f- the very first movie to gross the very first animated movie to gross over two hundred million. Wow, only the fourteenth of all time. Yeah, to gross over really, million. yeah, yeah, fourteenth of all time. Is that strange? And the very first animated movie. Yeah, and and look, it's incredible, and it really started, really kicked off that run of Disney movies that were were brilliant. We were having a, a discussion off air about which one's better between this and Lion King. I think the music just tips this over. Yeah, no, I agree with that one. Um, yeah. and and maybe Rob Williams's performance, yeah. I think, just tips it over. It's funnier than the Lion King. Yeah, definitely. So, um, given that, and it's as heartfelt as Lion King. I mean, Lion King's brilliant, and I still blubber like a baby when I see Mufasa die but um, it's it's uh, it's as good as that in fact it's it's just a touch better but gee what a what a what a run that they had in that, oh, in that for period for sure for sure you mean you had Beauty and the Beast started off which was good but I don't think a lot of people saw the cinemas yep and but based on that they went to see Aladdin yep and they came out in droves because it made over 504 million yeah, for the um, for the gross worldwide, just an incredible incredible movie. If you haven't seen it, seriously, do yourself a favor and go and see it because it is stunning. I mean, considering it was twenty eight million dollars for the budget, yep. at that time, which is a lot of money at that time. Yeah, and I don't think well, Robin Williams' budget must uh, fee must not have been that big then because he was a pretty big name at that stage. Well, he was, he was actually working. Um, he was actually working for low pay. Yeah, because he actually made a deal with Disney that he'd make it for low pay between his toys and something else he was making at the time. Yeah. Um, and he would work in between those. and But on saying that, they wouldn't promote him as being the big star of the movie yeah, yeah. so he could promote Toys Yeah, yeah. when that came out at the same time. Mm. Um, and and that, that was great, that movie. To- no, no. No. Bad movie. But he was trying to be a leading man and they, and Disney actually didn't do that and they actually started putting his names on it. Yeah. That's why he wasn't in any of the sequels. Yeah. Because he wouldn't do it because of the, the backflip. But, but he makes this movie. He really oh, nails he, that part. He, he does. And it's, he's the best part of this whole movie bar the songs. Yeah, and look, gee, the music is great. I mean, uh, incredibly written. I think it's it's Alan Meakin, I think as well, who did it, who's done a bunch of stuff. But he, just stunning. That the lyrics are fantastic. They do really progress the movie through. Um, you know... Th- well, there's no bad songs in it. No, nah, there's not a, not a low point. Like, I, I can't skip. think of any in, in The Lion King either off the top of my head, but there's no bad skipping moment songs. No, nah, no. Nah, they're the all whole, all fantastic. Yeah. And they all really do progress the story. And uh, it's almost... They almost work as a montage because they, they, they move the story... Uh, Aladdin gets a great intro song and, and really great, sets him really up. It's fun song. and interesting. Um, he's a dirty thief, but you get that. Um, and then uh, the beautiful Whole New World song that comes it's in. Just amazing. Um, even the, the Arabian Nights that, that yeah, intros the it. Man. It really gives you a feeling that 
you're in a desert and it's it's a it's an olden story and it's you know we're away from technology and it really sets that up nicely. Um, and uh, Jafar doesn't really have a song. No, they had, they had a song for him, but it got cut because yeah. it didn't fit the didn't fit the scene. And you don't need one. No, you don't um, need a. F- I mean, I love Scar's song from yep. uh, from Lion King, yep. but you don't need a, a, a bad guy song. Well, they had it, but they thought it was just a bit too cruel for yep. the movie. It actually, it's actually a really harsh song. Yeah. Um, and they cut it because they thought it was too un- unneeded and cruel. Yeah, for and the movie. it doesn't need it. No, but it doesn't it, need and it. he sets himself up well anyway. And then Never Had a Friend Like Me is just a, an incredible song as well. well I mean, so. they're the only like four songs that you have. Yeah. And they're just amazing. Incredible. You can listen to them over and over again. Yeah. I mean, we get a re- reprise of, uh, of, of... And Prince Ali, of course. Oh, Prince Ali, um, sorry. And, but you get a reprise. Uh, Jafar sings a couple of bars from that as he's, as he's torturing Aladdin effectively at the end, um, which is great. Great little yeah. callback to that song. Uh, when he's he, he's demonstrating to Jasmine, he's not actually a, a prince, but he's uh, Aladdin. Um, and, uh, and just fantastic. And, and works so beautifully well. I think there is a reason this movie is my favorite animated movie of all time. It is it is incredible, and I really had to dig deep to find the bad stuff. I really, really had to dig. But what what I found the most funny watching it last night is I don't need to watch this movie. No, me either. I could play it in my head and do all the lines without even watching. The, I actually didn't watch three quarters of it. It was on in the background, and I was just typing away as the movie was going, jumping ahead for an hour to the ending when I already when the movie just started. We would have watched this movie a hundred times oh, as easily. kids, easy. easily. It is. It's so rewatchable, and the lines are still so funny today. The genie is just is hysterical, and I and I now get some of the references he was making as a, as an well, adult. And that's what I found. I actually found myself laughing at some of the things the genie was saying because I actually know what he's talking about in, in the things when as a kid you kind of just blow over your head. It was still funny, yeah, but it wasn't as you didn't really get the joke. Yeah, absolutely. So if you haven't seen this movie, seriously, go out and watch it. We love it. It, it, it would be rated almost in my top ten movies. I reckon It'd it might, might even squeeze it squeeze in there, but. Animated movies, it'd be top two or three. Top easy. two or three. Yeah. But I mean, I just want to one have one little dig at IMDb. Okay. They gave it an eight out of ten. Yeah, that's rubbish. Rotten Tomatoes, ninety four percent. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. But eight out of ten yeah. for a masterpiece that is Aladdin. Yeah. I can't really take their credit, their word anymore. I think as as hard as I tried, my faults are pretty nitpicky, and oh. you can you can dismiss those away as movie movie kind of plot holes. Other than that, um, your kids will love it. But you, as an adult, will love it as well. And if it's you haven't sat down and watched it together, seriously do that because it is is just a stunning family movie, and everyone will love it. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's one of, it's one of those ones you really need to see in your lifetime. If you haven't seen it at our age, yeah, go out and see it tomorrow. Yeah, you will love you will it. Love we promise. It. We will. We promise. I that that is my A stamp. Yep. Approved. Yep. Jake approved. Two thumbs up from us. Uh, that was Aladdin. Y'all ready for this? Don't have sex, because you will get pregnant and die. Just don't do it, promise? We consider ourselves movie buffs on this uh, on this podcast, otherwise we wouldn't have much to talk about, to be honest. Not really, uh, considering it's a movie podcast. Yeah, it'd be kind of crappy if we just sat here and just sort of ummed for a while, which is actually my job. Um, so, exactly after <laughs> I said that, I ummed it. He ummed it. Um, so, what we, what we want to do is we're going to open you up to a, a dark side of us. The bits that we don't talk about in public, the bits that Jake and I wink and nod at each other, but we don't don't discuss in, outside the walls of this. We're going to let you into the inner sanctum, into our deepest, darkest, dirty pleasures, the guilty pleasures that we don't want to talk about, the ones that we wouldn't acknowledge in public that we watch. We are about to out ourselves. This is really deep and personal for us. See, some of these things, I was I was umming and ahhing if they are, if they are actually guilty pleasures. Yeah, uh, I looked at it as 
what would Shannon think as guilty pleasures okay, rather yeah. than what the world thinks as guilty pleasures. Sure. And I thought that's probably a better way to go than me just naming some movies that Shannon probably agrees with. Now, you're going to ask us what are the guilty pleasures. These are the ones we wouldn't talk about in public. These are the ones we wouldn't normally put our names to. Either they're terrible, terrible movies that society has, does, has dubbed as just not worthy and we secretly love them anyway, or they are movies that are not made for us. The movies that are, that are, that are made for someone else that we still still secretly like and uh, wouldn't tell us to our mates in the pub but we will admit it to each other well, and we will admit it to you guys big, now. Big, big, big dark secret for me. My my highest IMDb rating for all of these movies is a 7.2. Wow. That's my high, and that's that's highest by a long way. Yep. So I'll go through what the IMDb is for you. I don't think Shannon's gone that into that much detail. No, no I've literally just put names on a put page. names on a page and you'll talk about them. See, I, I go into full into full detail, but do you want to kick us off with your number, your first, not, this, is, this isn't a ranking or anything. No. This is just random movies we're going to throw at you. I've got eight, so we'll briefly go over them, but yeah, yeah. Let's, um, let's go with your number one. Okay, so my number one on the list was Grace. I, See, I wouldn't rate that as a guilty pleasure. I am a screaming fanboy for Greece. I sing all the songs. I'm Sandy, but as you, usual. But do you really think that's a guilty pleasure? Well, when I, when I sing a Sandy in well, my high voice. Sandy, yes. I also dress up. Does that count? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I put a dress on and uh, I look at me, I'm Sandy, I'm Sandy D. No, look, it's a guilty pleasure. It's clearly not not made for us. Okay, well, then Greece should be on my top of my list because I love Greece. Uh, Greece, Greece should be in my top ten of all time. I love Greece and, yeah. gla- and proudly say okay, I love well, Greece. Uh, maybe it's not a guilty pleasure. I'm calling it a guilty pleasure. I, I disagree strongly. Well, it's there and I love it and uh, I will sing, do a sing-off with any of you little bastards out there. Hey, you and he, can, he can sing. He's really good on the sing-star to sing, though. Just Don't get him to sing to the microphone. The, ho- the it, high notes. It's the high. <laughs> yeah. Give me the darkness and I'll smash that shit. Um, that's why I play Sandy. Uh, put a wig on because you can do the high point. Yep, dresses. Uh, I'm probably letting myself a little too much into the inner yes, sanctum. Yeah, let's back up a little bit. Let's move on to your one. My one is Bad Boys. Hold on, hold <laughs> on. You can't call this a guilty pleasure. Yeah, because Bad ba- Boys Two you can call a guilty pleasure. I'm not letting you call Bad Boys One. You can take that so off your list. Ga- down there. Bad Boys Two is a horrible movie. That's what I'm saying. That would be a guilty pleasure. Bad Boys One is actually universally well liked. No, it's not. It's got a six point eight on. It's still no, it, no, no. It ma- only made a only made hundred and twenty two million dollars. It's made for you. It's made for you. And it was shit. Michael Bay made it for you directly. He said, it who am I doing this No, movie it was for? a horrible movie. Come on. that it, is. I'm not letting you have that okay, one. Okay, okay. Well, I'm going to say Bad Boys 2 then, because I like that as just as much. Okay, well, that, now you're in terrible. Now you're terrible form. Because I like movie. Bad Boys 2. Well, you know, it's not great. It's it's Will Smith. I like Will Smith. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence together is not bad. It's not a bad little yeah. combo. It was it was very, very not well liked. Joe Pantoliano steals, steals that movie, <laughs> but... You know, look, I'll, yeah, you, I'm not letting you have great Bad Boys uh, movie. You I'll, can have I'll bad take Boys Bad Boys 2. Bad Boys 2 is definitely on my list. I do like a good Bad Boys 2. It is a great movie. Uh, bad Boys 2, not so much, but Bad Boys 1, definitely. Okay, my next one, Mean Girls. I knew you were going to say this. Mean Girls is such a great film. I hate Mean Girls well, so Why do you much? hate Mean Girls? It's a shit movie. That is disgraceful. Written by Tina Fey. I don't care who wrote it. It's a who, shit movie. Who wrote Th- I like Rock. Tina Fey a lot. Who's fantastic. Yeah, Lindsay Lohan's actually horrible. really good. She's really good oh, in this. Oh, God. It's funny. It's a really funny I movie. I disagree strongly. And you, yes, that is that is the very first one that I'm accepting as a guilty pleasure. Well, I love it. So I don't and care what I mean, anyone I, I says. Did a, I did a little bit of research of other people's guilty pleasures, and Mean Girls was in everyone's list. Okay. So it, clearly people, a lot of people like it. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's really quite funny. Tim Meadows is hysterical in it. And the the story actually a lot of people relate to. I think that's yeah. why it's so popular. Is it? It really does make it's you feel back like you're back high at high school. school. Yeah. And you know the the burn book and all that sort of stuff is really. And and there's a gay character who's clearly feeling. A couple of gay characters were feeling a bit oppressed by the whole thing. Yep. And it's a story of friendship and and how that can turn really quickly and the bitchiness and horribleness of high school. I've related to that big time. And not only that, it was a cracking script. It was funny. Amy Poehler was in it. 
there's and and she's fantastic as as uh, Gretchen's Gretchen's mum. One of the one of the mums. One of the mums. Yeah. She's fantastic in that. Really great film. I'm not I'm not letting you sit here and no, judge well, me. No, I, I just I, I'm, I, I'm, this is what the whole point of it is to judge each other on these movies. Well, I'm not letting you judge. I, me. I don't. I like stand unjudged. And unjudged. Unjudged. All right. Well, throwing into I'm just going to go through my randomly throw my list. Bring it on. Oh, I've got this on my list too because I freaking love this movie. I don't, but I don't understand why. Yeah, I've watched it. I watched it probably a few months why? ago. Why? Because it's funny. It is funny. It's a very funny movie. But it is great. It's beautifully acted by Kirsten Dunst in the in the initial stages. She's really, really great. She is really, really funny. And it's just a cracking film. And it, it is. You wouldn't think a film about competitive cheerleading would make you or laugh should as much be as a good is. movie. Yeah, but, but it's great. It is. It's, it's really, movie. really funny. Spawned about seven spin-offs, but the original. Yep. Definitely on most yeah, people's definitely list. on everyone's and, list. And I mean, it's, but the thing about these, it only got a 5.9 on IMDb. That's outrageous, because it's much better than that. But I mean, it made no money in the box office. Yeah. That's probably why. It made zero well, money. Well, it was brilliant. Well, it made it was, 62 million. It was fantastic, and I think you should go and see it, because it is crackingly funny. It is a very, very good movie. Okay. My next one. This one's going to be controversial, but okay, here we go. I think we missed it in our sequels one, so I really wanted to go back over it. Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> yeah. Is, is universally hated by yeah. just about everyone that you listen to. I think it's okay. Yeah. It's not as good as the first one. No, it was never going to be as good as the first one. And it's one. basically a rehash of the first one anyway. It but is. it's not as bad as everyone makes out. It's people, better than the remake. People hate this movie. I know they hate this and movie. They, and they actually compare it to the remake, and the remake is winning. The, well, the remake's not winning. I haven't, this, I haven't seen the remake. Well, so. don't. But this movie is great. I really, really like this movie. It's not as good as the first one, but Bill Murray's still Bill Murray. Dan Aykroyd's still being Dan Aykroyd, and everyone else is there, and it's it's great. It's still really good. Yeah, it's, it's probably earned a spot on the Guilty Pleasures com- talking to people who really like movies. They hate it, and I don't understand the hate, but a lot of our sequels that we brought up last time, like Beverly Hills Cop 3 and a few of those other ones could be on this list too, yeah. but we, t- we talked about those in the sequels, so I, I missed this one, and I wanted to go back over because it's still a guilty pleasure of mine. So my next one, going back a long time and, and just rated horribly, the worst rated on my whole list of IMDb, The Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, what a great movie. What a great movie. Beverly Hillbillies from 1993. What a cracking year 1993 was, just yeah. quietly. Yeah, I but mean, it, I don't think it stacks up against, what, Jurassic Park or whatever. No, was but it? It, was, it was... What a movie. It was, hor- it was horrible. It was. It was an awfully acted movie. Yeah. Dietrich Batter was horrible. It, it, the it, story was horrible. There was a whole bunch of runs of those movies where they made a bunch of the old remakes uh, of, of old TV shows. Yeah. And I would argue that this is the worst of the lot. Yes. I, I loved Adam's Family and Adam's Family Values. I thought they nailed that yes. one perfectly. I loved uh, a couple of the other ones that came out that have just slipped my mind. But this was the worst of the bunch. Oh, the, the, the Brady Bunch. Yeah, Brady movies, Bunch was done Which well. was done as a satire. Yes. Which were Brady, which and was Gary very, Cole very knocked well that out yes. of the park as Mike Brady. But this was the worst of the lot. But I would still watch this just uh, for Dolly Parton. I'd, I'd watch it over and over again. Over and over again. Yeah, uh, it's one Jim, of Jim Jim Varney Jim is in there as well. He was yeah, fantastic. Fantastic as, but I mean the the story was garbage. Garbage. But you got you got uh, what's his face? Oh, Richie Rich. I throw in there as well as another. I've got that movie. on my list as well. Let's get out of town. Really? I love Richie uh, Rich. Richie Rich. I actually great. Wa- I actually watched Richie Rich with my son. Yeah. Last uh, two nights ago. Really? We, we watched Richie Rich. Did he Rich like it? And or well, he loved it. Yeah. And anything I'm going to sit and watch with him, he's going to be pretty happy to watch. It's almost unfair to put those those kids' movies in because they're made for kids. They are. And if you go back retrospectively and have a look at it... I'd still, watch it. I'd still watch it. But I, it's still good. I, I, I sat through every single minute of Richie Rich and I loved every minute of it. Well, I've just noted a couple down that I'm going to throw at you right now, just at, off the top of my head. Yep. Dunstan Checks In yep. was yep. another great kids' I movie. Actually, I, think that was a, I think that was a good kids', kids movie. movie. Um, These were bad kids' movies. I mean, Richie Rich is probably a good kids' and, movie. And the, and the poor man's Richie Rich, Blank Check. Oh, blank check! What a movie that, that was. That was great. God, I actually, I actually watched that 
probably oh, two years ago. Yep. And it was unwatchable. Really? It was that so bad? bad. Oh, see, but I, it was so good at the time. In my in my mind, I'm going to in, in your mind, uh, don't don't watch it because okay. it was it was so good in my mind. Going back into my mind right now, yep. I'm thinking all the good things about it, but it was it's it's horrible. All right. Well, I'll, I'll close it there. We were talking '93, were we? I'm fairly sure Jurassic Park was 93. It was 93, yeah. Okay. Another movie that came out in 93. In fact, it launched on the weekend that Jurassic Park launched. Okay. That's a fairly tough competition. Yeah. Three words. Last action hero. Oh, what a movie. I love this movie. What a movie. It spawns one of my favourite lines from Simpsons. Golden tick of my ass. But it was a great film. It got hurt on the basis that they targeted incorrectly when when they marketed it. They didn't market as a... As a kid-friendly comedy, yeah, they they got confused about who their audience was because it should have been a kids-friendly comedy, and it got too bloody and gory and violent yep. to be a kids' film. Schwarzenegger's fantastic. In he it. is really good as in a as a real satire of the of the hero genre. Yeah, he's really quite good in it. But it launched against Jurassic Park. Yeah, anything was going to launch against Jurassic Park. Just put nothing in front of Jurassic. They, they, they sh- no one should have. No one should have got up against them. They should have. There had, was no way. They should have had be. movies that were there for four weeks already. Spielberg and, and dinosaurs. It. it was never going to be. Never going to. Never so, going to beat it. But it's actually a really good film. I love it. It is a really good movie, and they they kind of switch it and put you know um, Sylvester Stallone as the Terminator two, and it's interesting to see the action movies, yep. action stars, just rocking it in downtown LA. Yeah, I think it's worth a rewatch. I reckon if you haven't seen a, it, maybe a remake. Yeah, I see screaming out for a remake, yeah. and it'll be fantastic. But I think it was wasted against Jurassic Park. But I don't think it's as bad as everyone beats up on it. No, I think it's a, I think it's a really decent movie, and one of those ones you can really go. I mean, I, I wouldn't want to watch it again because I think I'd be really disappointed with the quality of it. Yep. The same as like True Lies. Oh, True Lies, oh, you're not going to call no, that no, a guilty no, no, pleasure. No, no, no. I will jump over this not desk. Sa- not saying it's a guilty pleasure. I'm thinking just the quality of the... It hasn't held up over that's time. It's a James Cameron movie. That's a, I, I, that's love, a I love True Lies, movie. but it's one of those ones I think you look back and it won't hold up as, it, as sure. good as it, sh- it should now. Yeah. But I'm mean, not a guilty pleasure. I love that movie. Okay. Uh, so another one from mine is The Three Musketeers. Yep. A point throwback into that, that list of... Never one. seen it. Not interested. Really? No. Oh, Charlie Sheen. Come on! Uh, there, oh, I think you just. I think you just know why I haven't okay, seen. Listen, it. listen to the stars: Charlie Sheen, Kiefer Sutherland, and Chris O'Donnell. Who are they? Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, yeah, it's Robin from Robin. Yeah, yeah. you know Kiefer Sutherland. I twenty-four uh, across him. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and Charlie Sheen. Yeah, two and a half. Two and a half men. Yeah. Okay, so, so is it maybe why I haven't seen it. Maybe, but yeah. it's a bloody good movie. Okay, a bloody good kids movie. But it's it's one I still watch today. I think that I think it. that should be absolutely on your list of guilty pleasures. You should feel is. guilty about I, it. I don't. I don't. I, see, these are the ones I don't feel guilty about. I mean, it, it did make a, a, a mere twenty four million dollars at the box office. I think I'm saving my worst one to last. Um, Love actually, to me, is no. A, see, I, I would not count that as a guilty pleasure. You don't think so? It no, is, is absolutely. I think, I think it is a beautiful movie. It, and perfectly done. It's a it's a chick flick. It yes, is, so? is unashamedly a chick flick. So you're standing up today and saying this is not a guilty pleasure. Men should no. love this movie. Yes. All right. I, I, it, look, it was a controversial to put on the list, but I'm I'm happily telling people because I think it's a cracking film. It is a great, very um, funny movie. It has spawned a bunch of crap. There's been a bunch of yeah Valentine's New Year's Day, Day and, New yeah, Year's Eve. That, that is no fault of of the British original, but no, it's it's actually a really good film. It's got a sensational cast in it. Big deep it's, cast. It's got some dumb parts in it. Let's face yeah. it. There is some really dumb parts. Liam Neeson and Liam Neeson and, and Claudia Schiffer at the end just drives me nuts every time. The running through the airport is just so cliched. But yeah. it is actually really good. But that that holding up the sign with the carolers. Yeah. And she's reading it 
Yeah, what a dog act that is. Oh, but it's, it's beautiful. What a jerk. What a jerk, but it's beautiful. Yeah, but, you know, it's it's a really great film and it's it quite is. nice. And, Very you know, funny. if you want to earn some brownie points, boys, go out and watch it with a wife. She'll love it. You'll get brownie yeah, points. Yeah, and complain about it the whole time, but yeah. secretly you really and love it. And you'll love it. You'll love it. Trust me. Get on Trust board. me, you'll love it. It's got Liam Neeson and it can't be bad. He doesn't punch he anyone. He doesn't punch anyone. There's no killing. There's no killing. But well, he's Liam Neeson isn't killing anyone in this scene. He barely but, yeah. does anything, actually, in this film. Um, what's another one of mine? So I've got 10 things I hate about you. Okay, I actually hate this film. Really? I really hate it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's one of those, probably, you probably classified as a chick flick again. Yeah. But 10 things I hate about you, Heath Ledger and he's very... You know what's missing? War paint. If Heath Ledger was with more paint, I'd I'd love this movie. It was just it him as the Joker. So serious. Yeah, just if that's on the list, I would watch that. But other than that, I'm not not interested. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's got a pretty good decent I cast. I hate Julia Stiles. That's why. I think. That's, that's probably what it is. Yeah, I'm not. Be I mean, you're not going to watch Save, Save the Last Dance and no, love that. No, and, and she turns up in Born. Yes, in Born too. She killed in Born. Hopefully, I don't know, but she's not good. And and I just I don't like this film. I really don't like it's it. It's got yeah, Joseph Joseph Gordon Lovett. Yeah, before Heath he was Ledger. good. He, he turned I don't know what happened to him He was in Third Rock And he was terrible And then he went away for ages And then all of a sudden Bang yeah, He's a legend Like he's in everything right, yeah. I've, only got, I've only got one more So you oh, Actually I've got two more So you, right. you hit me with one more Okay I, There's a couple I'm going to throw out that I'm really I am keeping out The, the worst to the to the end And I really okay. want to show you through I'm just going to run a couple now Because they're all basically In this group And I think this is actually unfair But I'm going to throw it anyway Okay These are dumb action movies That I love Okay, okay I'm going to throw Eraser <laughs> yeah. Okay. When when Arnold Schwarzenegger shoots your a luggage. crocodile and says your luggage your to luggage. a crocodile, brilliant. <laughs> You've made the movie for me. That is a terrible movie, but it's hilarious. Virtuosity with Denzel and Russell Crowe. I thought it was a good movie. Wasn't that a good movie? I think it's garbage. Okay. But I loved it. Yep. Broken Arrow is one we've talked uh, about. I think on every podcast. Go watch Broken Arrow. I don't know why this it. happens, but it's, it's not a good movie. No, it's not. It's not a good it's movie. And in fact, when John Travolta gets skewered, spoilers by a nuclear weapon right at the end. That dummy that gets sucked out of the train is the worst effects you'll ever see, but it is it is terrible, but it's definitely very watchable. Yep. Um, I'm going to throw it in there. One that I really don't think is fair that I've put on here, and I, I, I'm actually happy to stand on the roof and scream this one, is That Thing You Do. Oh, yeah, Tom Hanks, yep. Yeah, Tom Hanks. Yeah, we yeah, loved it as kids. Yeah, great, great um, music. Focusing on the drummer, Tom, Tom Rupert Scott, Rupert Everett Scott, whatever his name is. Really good film. Yeah, I don't think I think it's not a fantastic movie. It's not very well acted other than probably Tom Hanks. Yeah, but it, I think it holds up. Yeah, and the mu- the music holds up. It's sort the of the like music a Beatles esque kind of band that uh, has a one hit wonder and sort of dies away and the break up of the band. Yeah. But it's a great it's, film. Good song. Great, it's great songs, and and there's actually a couple of them that go through in there, and you could use the sort of seventies, sixties, seventies music. But yeah, a, a Tom Hanks sort of a real Tom Hanks turns up halfway through and steals the show. But a really great film. I reckon it's a guilty pleasure. I don't know how you want to see that. Uncle yeah, yeah. I don't think a lot of people would agree with you on that one on that, that they like it. So I think it's pretty. Yeah, I'm happy to admit it. I love that film. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna go my second last one, another Heath Ledger movie. Oh God. Uh, you just love Heath. I do have a Knight's Tale. Yeah, I never liked it. Never liked it. No. Oh, it's it, it's really funny. It's actually really funny. It's a funny movie. Yeah, I never liked it. Never liked no. it. It's, I'll say it's one of the things I think guilty pleasure. It's made is, for you though, so I don't know I that don't it's a guilty it's pleasure. Made for me, I think. It's well, it's made, made for made your demographic. Yeah, maybe. But I don't know. I think it's dumb men. That's you. That's me. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. that's what we're going with. That's me, pretty much me it. Has done men. Yeah. Uh, another one I just thought of just then um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the original. Yeah. Yeah. TMNT. Number two. Number two is not great. Not either. great either. And I, I still watch it. I love it. Fantastic movies and one that's going to go into that ballpark. I'm just about to throw at you now. The Power Rangers movie. Oh. <laughs> which was fantastic. I still watch that to this day. Do you know, I actually went back and watched the original Power Rangers TV show with my son. Yeah. How garbage. Absolute rubbish. Yeah. But I was, yeah, I was loving it. But there the was, but the movie is the, actually the, really the, good. Is that the one where they go and find the ancient dinosaurs 
and slime, slime. No, they go onto a distant planet and find the slime and stuff. They lose powers. I don't know. Something happens. Rita Repulsa's in there. I think I want to watch this one. You know, doesn't he become the White Ranger in that movie? Yeah, he does. Yeah, it's a good film. It is a good decent. It's a cracking film. Before they do the remake, which is coming with Brian Cranston as as Zordon, Brian Cranston. That's interesting. As long as he's Hank from Breaking Bad, uh, not Hank from Breaking Bad. As long as he's from Bra- his character from Breaking Bad, Heisenberg. Heisenberg. I'd be pumped. Get on board, Heisenberg as as uh, Zordon, as the the the, <laughs> the leader. wobbly the kind wobbly, of shady. I'm sure it's going to be better thre- uh, CG graphics than than. Uh, the oh, let's hope show. so. But um, I've seen the uh, the costumes. I'm not pumped yet, but <laughs> I love the original. Yeah, good movie. Okay, Street, uh, Street Fighter. You just stole my very last one. Oh, really? You did. I didn't I, even mean to do that. That was just off the top of my head. Okay, my, here's my favourite line. So, so Jean-Claude Van Damme is talking to Kylie Minogue. <laughs> He's just knocked over the, the, the final character, M. Bison. And Kylie Minogue says to him, I don't even, it doesn't even matter who Kylie Minogue is playing. She's just Kylie Minogue. Kylie Minogue, yeah. She says on the intercom to, to, uh, to Kyle, oh, yes, played, by, played by Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yes, yes. And she says, how are you? And he says, half dead. <laughs> and she says, and Bison, all dead. That. <laughs> Mate would make me jump up and scream and clap in a ci- in the cinema. <laughs> that is worth the admission price alone. Oh, All great, dead. That's a great line. And Raul great. Julia in that, which is his very last movie before he died of cancer, who played Gomez Adams in the Adams Family yep. movies, is sensational. He chews oh, every he eats, scene that he, he is. Eats the scenery. But he is so good, Raul Julia, in that. It makes no sense, that movie. It's absolute garbage. I think it was filmed in Queensland. Um, it is absolute pus. <laughs> and it makes no connection with the Street Fighter games whatsoever. No, isn't like the the Chinese guy or the uh, so one of them is like meant to be Asian? And yeah, they all, Asian. I think they're all whitewashed, quite frankly. But geez, is that a funny film? Yeah, if you're watching it with the right, I mean, drunk, uh, you will get a lot right of kick audience. out of this. But oh, that line at the end kills me every time. All dead kills me every time. Now I'm gonna throw probably my last one, and probably as a fan of the of the of the character, I'm sure it's probably gonna get. Eaten alive, but mm. I'm going to throw in Batman Forever. Yeah, look, I I have to be with you on this one. Because I actually I secretly like it. Batman Forever. I love it. Okay, I, d- I wouldn't go. Love. I love. I love it. I'm going to say I love it. Okay, that's garbage. only because of Jim Carrey. You get the worst Batman statistic I think we've ever had. Oh well, George Clooney's probably worse. I like George Clooney better than as Batman. Yeah, but the movie he's in. The movie he's not great. But no. Val Kilmer's not a good Batman. No, he's not a good Batman. Um, I don't. I think Tommy Lee Jones absolutely chews every scene. Yes. And how you can chew a chew scene in a movie with Jim Carrey, who who actually I think there was actually a scene where he's actually eating the back of the the the, the set. Yeah. I'm fairly sure yeah. he's just just gnawing. Yeah, those are his lines because yeah. he is he chews every scene he's in. Do you like him as a as an as a, a, a personification of the Riddler? Do you like that per- per- perception? Considering that's the only perception we have of it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I think he's like gar- he is rubbish in that. He's he's, he's rubbish in the best possible way. It, the whole thing's the terrible. whole thing's terrible. Yeah. And but out of all the Batman movies, I've probably seen that one the most. It's like a, a glow stick threw up. That's what I would yeah. look at. It. It's like a glow stick threw up on Batman, and that's it's very glowy. And you have you know, and you have the rubbish that is um, Nicole Kidman's oh, love that, interest. For Batman. Oh, stop doing love interest for Batman. He doesn't uh, need. He doesn't need them. He like, doesn't they, need they them. They try it in the comic books. They get killed off pretty quickly. Yeah, you don't need. You don't need a movie. Talia Al Ghul is is probably the only yeah, one really that's kicked though. through. But and you need a couple of arcs to do that, and they tried to do that in Batman uh, Dark Knight yeah. Rises, and it just didn't work out. Um, but yeah, it's not great. It's not great, but it's probably the the most Batman I've seen out of all the oh, Batman, other than so Dark Knight, bad. other than Dark Knight. But yeah, it's it's not. It definitely belongs on this list. Yeah, that's for sure. it, but I'll I'll sit down happily and watch it any day of the week. The only thing I think I really like is the riddles. Yeah, the Riddler being sending riddles is yeah. 
probably the best part of the whole movie. They they do change his backstory quite significantly, though, yeah, don't they? they do. From from the what is considered canon. Yeah. He's working at, at Wayne Wayne Tech, Wayne Tech yeah, and yeah. none of that. And the 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 stuff with the getting the, the mind that control nothing to do with the comics. It, that was garbage. But the, the riddle part of it was was decent. when he's when he's becoming the Riddler. Yeah. And then cool. it falls apart pretty quickly. Yeah, and it, after. it showed very quickly that Batman's a good detective. But yeah, I'll still watch it. And it's probably, that's probably why it's number one. The, the top of my list is is um, is Batman Forever. I think that's probably a good place to call this because I think that's that's as guilty as we're going to get. If we have forgotten anything, we'd love to hear your guilty pleasures. If you want to hit us up on the Facebook or send us an email, we would love to hear your guilty pleasures. And if we get some stuff, we'll read it out on the next podcast. Definitely. All right. That, that was guilty pleasures. I'm feeling a little bit... A little bit guilty and a little bit dirty. But um, that's it. That's guilty pleasures, everyone. You know things are bad. Worse than bad. They're crazy. You're in the uh, danger zone. I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going to take this anymore. One of the great pleasures that I get in life is going to the movies. And one of the pleasures I don't get while I'm at the movies is dickheads on their phones. They ruin the movie going experience for everyone. You are at a movie with the world's biggest screen and you're staring at a tiny little screen on your phone, Facebooking friends that weren't good enough friends to come with you in the first place. What are you doing at a movie theatre on your phone? Everyone else there is there to watch the movie you're in. So get off your phone, put it in your pocket and look at the big shiny screen that you've just paid money to go and see. You people, you know what you are? You are slugs. (laughs) And you know where slugs shouldn't be? The movies. You know why? Because the popcorn is so salty. You know what happens to slugs when you get salt on them? They fizzle and they die. (laughs) And you know what's saltier than salt? Popcorn at the movies. So go away, slugs. Put your phones away and fuck off back to wherever you're from. Instead of tweeting, Oh my God, I'm at the new Adam Sandler movie and like totes it's dark and like hashtag YOLO. Fuck off! That's what I'm saying to you. I'm saying hashtag fuck off. Get out of my movie. Get off my planet. You don't deserve to movie anymore. Hashtag no more movies. Fuck you. Rant over. You could trouble me for a warm glass of shut the hell up. Now you will go to sleep or I will put you to sleep. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. Aladdin, guilty pleasures and your crazy rant. I'm sure people are now scared of you. Text anywhere else. Like, seriously. Uh, all right. No, no, but you, can, you know where you can text? Like, you know when we're... Literally anywhere other than a movie. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm going yeah, back over. If you want to do that, we should re- re-record your rant. Because, I, I mean, just... there's more to add. I mean, I, I seriously hate people in the movie theory as well. Also, during the previews... Yeah, like, like just... I understand it's the previews. The movie hasn't started yet. But people come to the movies to see the previews but it's as well. But it's rapidly, crackly paper. It's... It's everything else. The movie is on. Watch the goddamn movie. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, just a bit of decorum. Turn your phones off. The fact that we've got to have ads at the front of a movie to say, turn your phones off. Stop. It should be not only turn your phones off, but don't look at them. Yeah. Because if it's a dark moment in a dark film and I see a flash of blue from someone's screen, that just takes me out of the movie. And I've paid good money to watch garbage that I... that. <laughs> Someone said was good and I've gone and watched it instead like Suicide Squad. Um, <laughs> do not play with your phones, even if it's terrible, because other people want to watch it. No, I agree. You know, I that's agree 100%. And there's one of those ones there, you actually should be able to throw things at them. Yep. Village, if you're listening, I will come and do PSAs for every single movie. <laughs> I'll just come out and yell at people just, as I come in. Just do your rant. But just, just play Shannon's rant and you should see him just phone me at the mouth. I w- just play the rant. I won't copyright it. You guys can have it. I don't mind. 
play Shannon's rant at the start of every movie. Yeah, oh, maybe it's only, it's only a minute and a half long. I'm sure they won't yeah, mind. Yeah, they won't mind. I think it's worthwhile. So Guilty Pleasures, Aladdin and Shannon's rant is all done, all wrapped up. Yep. All complete episode nine. If you have any any feedback for us, please send us a message or Yeah, an email. if you've got topics, if you've you want to talk to us about anything, you want to think we've missed something, we will we will read it out uh, the next time it comes on. Um, and we've have had a little bit of feedback yeah, and we now, really thank now, our listeners for that. Now one of one of my one of my best friends, Sherelle, thank you for, for listening in. You have suggested a topic. We are getting to we it. We are gonna do it. I we, promise we are getting to it. We want to do it properly though. So yeah. what we want to do is actually go away and watch the movies we've missed. Yeah, I, I haven't seen a lot of his movies, so we'll we'll get to it. We won't spoil what we're gonna do, but yeah. we are it is coming. I promise it is coming. I promise you we'll do it and we are gonna do it. Thanks, everyone, for their feedback. Um, a few Facebook likes have been really, really positive. It gives us a bit of a boost going into the week, which is really nice, the people yeah. are listening. So so thanks for that, but, but feel free to hit us up. We uh, we really love your comments. From me, thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time on The Mask Podcasters. Thanks, guys. Oh, my God. I'm at the new Adam Sandler movie. It's a great movie. It was a cracking script. It was funny. I freaking love Adam fucking Sandler. <laughs> I'm a screaming fanboy.